Welcome to Apparently, the podcast for absolutely average parents. I'm Ann Johnsos. And I'm Tracy Weiner. Ann and I have been friends for a very long time at WGN. Yeah, we started here in the 90s. I produced Bob Collins and Roy Leonard. And I produced Spike and Cochran. So we spent our 20s as wing women for each other. And it didn't work out very well. But then it did. And we found the right guys and we stood up in each other's weddings. And then we had babies within weeks of each other. And we went from producers to reproducers. We make it look which brings us to this podcast. We want to talk about topics that intrigue us and you and provide some knowledge to other average parents. We're average. We're not experts. So we'll tackle these topics with people who know what they're doing. Yeah, we get the experts. And I fully expect to embarrass myself along the way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we already have. So welcome to Apparently. We make it look easy. We make it look good. When everybody sees it, they stop and look. Apparently, we don't need to overreact when we find out our kids have bugs on their heads. Oh, no. The four-letter word. <laughs> I know. Lice. Ew. Um, all right. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 6 to 12 million people get lice every year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thinking about it makes me cringe. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of bugs at scratching all. scratching now. Yeah, I know. I just started scratching my head. I'm really not a fan of bugs that suck human blood. <laughs> And really, really not a fan when that blood happens to be the blood of my children. Yes. Yeah. So gross. Um, all right. So have you been through the lice thing? I, I, we have not. <laughs> you are it. totally itching I, your head right now. <laughs> uh, our family has not gotten it, but we've had several scares. I mean, our kids are in school. We're in elementary school, public school, like that. That happens. Right. And and what's interesting, too, so like camp, my kids go to sleepaway camp. Uh-huh. We talked about this. Don't they check when they, you get checked in to camp? When you go in, they screen you before you can even go to camp. They yes. actually do the screening. And I like I, I stand there like with <laughs> because I'm so afraid that they're going to be called out and they'll have lice. Uh-huh. And I also like I have like every, every time I have an itch on my head, I'm like, oh, my God, do I have lice? Yeah. Because. Uh, it scares the heck out of me. No, we did have lice at one point, and um, um, so Sophie was itching the back of her head, and and I was just like, oh, it's you've got dry skin, you've got dry skin. Yes. And um, my good friend knows a woman who comes to the, your house. It's not a business. She she just is an independent person who, who okay. comes. And so she she came to the house and sat us in the kitchen and put towels down and then put uh, conditioner in. Sophie's hair first and, and combed and then and found bugs and knits, knits or eggs. Okay. Um, and did this whole thing and then treated her and then did it again. But and I was absolutely mortified. And uh, so Sophie had some. I think Hannah had a, a couple and I had I had one. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I was like, something's living off of me. There's a yeah. parasite. <laughs> and We've the- had scares. Yeah. We, we, I've actually gone to a, a salon before just because I'm the type of person that I just, I will pay money, good money to just be confirmed that I am knit free or whatever. And I remember specifically the one time that um, it was going around school and I went to the salon and I had the kids checked. And while they're sitting in the chair, you know, the women that work at these places, it's like it's like nothing There's to them. No okay? judgment. No judgment. So I'm sitting in the chair while Kate and Ethan are getting checked, and my heart is pounding, and I'm like, "Please God, please God, please, please don't <laughs> let this happen." And there's a woman that's sitting in a chair um, that her kid is getting, you know, combed out, 
and she's sitting there reading People magazine or something, and she looks at me and she's like, "This is your first time, isn't it?" <laughs> and I'm like, "How can you tell?" And she's like, "Oh, it's written all over your face because you look so stressed out right now." She's like, "I've been here three times." She doesn't know who I am, like, but she was just sitting there and like trying to get me to calm down. And then all the women in the salon that were working it were like, "Tracy, really, this is it's it's a nuisance." It's not the end of the world, you know, it's it's you will live through this. It's fine. Well, and there's there's stigmas and there are myths that we're going to debunk. Uh-huh. Um we're going to delouse. Uh-huh. Um and but I wanted to I wanted to start with the names of businesses. This is an industry, right? Yes. So so apparently many of us are willing to pay for yes. that peace of mind or piece of head. Um <laughs> so I'm going to list some of these businesses. So We'll start with the ones that are very, very specific. Uh-huh. Lice Treatment Center. Mm-hmm. Lice Detectives. Mm-hmm. Lice Good. Doctors. The Lice Pros. Mm. The Lice Squad. Um, lice Happens. Uh-huh. Now, now we get a little more clever. Disentangle. Mm. Shiny Strands. That's happy. I would totally go there. Yeah. Uh, happy Hair. <laughs> happy Hair. <laughs> Lilacs. I don't know what that means. Um, locks like like hair locks. Oh, I like this one. Yeah. Headhunters? Headhunters is nice. good. Nice. Yes. Hair fairies, hair butterflies, knits and gnats, mm, the great. knit pickers. I, I kind of, I might go there, um, and knit free noggins. Wow, that that's just that's just what I got when I googled. Wow, yeah, and that's local because that was all came up on a Google map. So, right. all these places are running businesses based on the fact that these bugs are on people's heads. Yeah, well, if six to twelve million people get it every year, I, I imagine yeah. that's a steady steady business yes and especially I, with school when school comes back in session so <laughs> camp and school uh-huh. when kids get together again right uh-huh. so i always thought that lice meant that you were like dirty or that you had bad hygiene and um well i don't think that that's true so we're going to bring in an expert annette martin is the director of operations at lice busters america um she knows more about knits than i ever want to know but we're going to ask her anyway um she is here to debunk some of the myths about the critters. Um, Annette, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you so much. All right, so first let's start with this. Uh, we just went through it and sort of made a little bit of fun of how many different businesses there are, but um, you have a, a good story about how you got started. So how did you end up being in the delousing business? So basically, Dee uh, Dee and I, Dee Dee Perry, uh, we had a friend and have and she called us and she said, you guys, I have these bugs in my hair. Oh. And we were like, what are you talking about? What kind of bugs are you talking about? She just said, immediately get over there. We're like, okay. So we were on the way. And we look at her hair and we said, oh, my gosh, there's bugs. And so we researched and found out that it's this such thing called head lice. And so we immediately ran to the store and we bought two jars of mayonnaise because that's what the internet says as far as a home remedy that you can do. Mayonnaise. So of course, we put it in and we started combing away and not knowing what we were doing. <laughs> we looked at each other like, this is bizarre. Um, so once we were finished, uh, we looked at each other and still said, we don't know if we got this, but hey, let's come back the next day and just take a peek at it and keep monitoring. Lo and behold, she still had these little knits in her hair, and we kept combing and so until she was done. Two weeks went by, and she was good to go. And so through our research, we looked at each other, and we said, you know what? She's not the only one facing this challenge. There are, like, so many other families and schools and camps that are facing this issue. 
And we put our heads together one day and we said, listen, we need to come up with a business plan, a process, and a product that will kill and eradicate an infestation. Uh-huh. By the and way, putting, so, your, putting your heads together is an interesting phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So you came, you came up with the product, too? Uh, we actually have a chemist. We hired a chemist out of Indianapolis, and he has tested the actual bugs. He needed live bugs to make sure that the product that was being developed will kill the louse or lice um, within moments. And it does. Oh. And uh, it works. And our treatment process today, of course, 11 years later, is a one and done deal. And it sounds strange because the Internet tells you that you have to comb for about seven to ten days and keep combing and combing. But that's not the case with us. <laughs> so it's an awesome deal. Whereas if you want to be done now, call us. <laughs> All right. What do you know about super lice? Because um, and I, I didn't even know there was a medical entomology journal, but I found one. Um, it says 98% of lice today are resistant to the over-the-counter treatments. So yes. is that why these businesses exist? Is that what, So how do you combat the, the super lice? Yes, and that has happened about five or six years ago. Um, and lots of families, are, they're trying the RID or the NICS, and they, their immunity has just grown stronger. And most families are just people, they think, when you just think out loud, like you, you want the strongest thing out there. You want <laughs> to get something that is stronger than bleach. But that's mm-hmm. not the case anymore. And so, I mean, Raider Nicks is just there at Walgreens and CVS, and that's what's there, what's there in the middle of the night. But now the natural products and the plant extracts and essential oils is what's killing lice. Uh, one of the main ingredients, um, I call it the poison for the bugs, is called neem. N-E-E-M, mm-hmm. and um, of course, tea tree is one of them, eucalyptus, and a few other essential yep. oils, but that's nowadays what's killing the lice, and um, not only the good product is great to use, you have to know the process, and so why families are calling is because of the eggs, which are the nits, they're glued to the strands of the hair, and they can't just be brushed out and washed out. It's It's literally a very tedious process. Well, tell us about that, because I know from my perspective, when I was being combed out, she was finding their bugs, and then there are something called nymphs, I think. And tell us the stage at the life cycle of the bug, and then and what you have to do to make sure that you get rid of it. Okay, definitely. So, um, of course, how it starts is a louse getting into your hair. Um, and, of course, that if it's a female louse, it needs to mate with a male louse, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once they, of course, if they're an adult, they can immediately start laying the eggs. And the eggs are the nits, so they're the same thing. Once those nits are laid, they, hat- they go through an incubation period. So t- it hatches in about a week and a half to two weeks later. And once it hatches, its first is a baby louse called a nymph. The nymph can't do anything until they grow up. So they grow up pretty fast. It takes about a week and a half to two weeks. They're an adult and they're ready to get busy. Um, wow, that's so, fast. But And are they getting yeah. busy with like their brothers and sisters? Cause <laughs> they will get busy with whomever <laughs> as long as they're, it's a male. <laughs> right, right, right. Once those nits are laid, um, the tricky part is when a mom or the nurse finds out that there's a child that has lice, 
that person did not just get it yesterday or three days ago. They've already had it for about two weeks if it's a very mild case. Um, Of course, for those who've had, you know, 20, 30, 50 bugs and more, the longer that person has had it. Okay. Um, and so that's the tricky part. Some, some moms are like, oh, who were they with yesterday? Right. No, 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 no. They didn't just get it yesterday. The mom says, you mean to tell me we've been walking around with this for like two, three weeks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry to say, but uh, that's typically the case. Have you, um, I've heard of products or I've purchased it at Target and stuff. Um, like, uh, well, one specifically I use is Rosemary Repel. I forget what the brand is, but it's like, um, you know, when you were a kid and you had no more tears mm-hmm. and you would Johnson and Johnson to spray out, you know, to brush your hair. So it's yeah. a, it's a conditioning spray. And I, I literally would spray the kids before they go to school in the morning because it has the rosemary extract and stuff. Is that a placebo or does it really work? You know, or it doesn't it's hurt. It's like off. You know, ro- first of all, rosemary. It's not a. It's not a bad ingredient, but it's not the top of the list. Okay. And so, you know, when I hear a lot of parents say, you know, rosemary spray. Uh huh. Well, neem is the number one. Neem and tea tree. You know, okay. where is eucalyptus? I'm sure eucalyptus, but neem is the number one. So, in all of our products, there's neem in it. Um, and this. You know, the sad part is a lot of families, um, when their kids get lice, and they're upset because they will admit and say, we've been spraying the rosemary spray every morning before camp or school. I can't believe little Amy got this. Right, you right. Know? But it's like spraying off in the summertime. Instead of getting 10 mosquito bites, you'll get one. Okay. So it's, it's better than nothing. Okay. We say, yes, use it, but don't count on it. So when you let's say someone comes in and they uh, the person has bugs, do you so you can use the product to kill the lice? But then is there a product that gets rid of nits? How do you get rid of nits? The only way to get rid of nits is the manual, the process of removing them. With the comb, can someone nitpick them out with their hands? That will be forever. Yeah. So you have to do the combing process. The very thorough combing process with using a great product and um, I, I bought it. I'll be honest with you. I I hate this four little word so much, and I know it's your business, but um, I I went out and purchased a comb after a scare, and um, for a while I I fallen off the wagon, but I, I was literally combing my kids about once a week when they get out of mm-hmm. the shower just to check, just to be sure. And my daughter has longer hair, and literally, she just was like, it was tor. I might as well have just been stabbing her because that <laughs> it was torture for her <laughs> well, to to comb through and, her hair. Because the and we should explain the comb is a very fine toothed comb, oh, yeah. a metal. It's metal. Yeah. So she she's a redhead, so she's so sensitive anyway. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, right. But when I go to comb her hair, she's like, ow, ow, oh my scalp, yeah. oh. For sure. But and that's the only way you can get it. And the other thing too, Annette, is that. I'm of a certain age where um, I can't see that well. <laughs> so when right? I'm trying to find it, like, I've looked at my kids' heads and I can't even tell. Even while combing out, I'm like, is, I don't know what that is. I have no idea. Is, could that be dandruff? Dandruff? Could that right. be, you know, how do you even, and and, and the comb that we have has a, a, a magnifying glass and I still can't tell. <laughs> it has a ma- oh, I yeah, they're, they're pretty hard to find. You have to have that eye for it, definitely. And it kind of reminds you, like you said, of dandruff or the product buildup, or even if you pull out a strand of hair with the hair follicle, yeah. that little bump at the end. A bulb, right? Like a little bulb. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. And so the test that, you know, we tell parents and nurses to do is if you see something that looks like an egg, try to get that strand out 
And if you have to grip it with your nail and slide it, then more than likely it's a knit. But dandruff or something else, you can just blow it away and it's gone. Okay. All right. There are a bunch of myths that are out there, and I wanted to sort of debunk them sort of one at a time. And um, we're going to start with the one that I... This is a big one. Yeah, big one. Um, So when we talk about the spreading of lice, um, tell me this. Can lice jump? Absolutely not. Oh, all of our technicians would have came home, went home with lice if that was the case. <laughs> oh, so you're talking about it, it only happens with head to head contact. Yes. So you either get it directly from someone or somewhere or when you're in an Uber ride to your destination. <laughs> OK, I'm going to I'm going to okay. show you my my crazy. But um, so my 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 kids were in a one to one technology like iPad district mm-hmm. and they're oftentimes sitting on the floor working together on their iPad for something, for a project. And I literally am like, don't lean in and touch your <laughs> another kid. I'm crazy. I'm throwing my crackers. I am. T- I totally own it. I am crackers. I do not want it in my house. And so that happens when you're at school. Like, you're close. It can happen. So it's good to know they can't jump from um, one desk to the other. But can they be transmitted via hat or uh, headband? Absolutely. So if someone has lice, a louse can crawl out of that person's hair onto the airplane seat, onto uh, the hairbrush or the hat or the bed and so forth. And that's typically how the whole family gets it because they share the same couch or they might sleep together. Okay, can I tell you another crazy? <laughs> yeah, yes. apparently this is confession time yes, for Tracy. Yes, and you and, and you know what? Maybe all these crazy measures I'm taking are why I haven't gotten it yet. But like, if my son's wearing a baseball cap, and for some reason boys think it's really fun to knock each other's hats off and then wear them, mm-hmm. if I Uh-oh. see somebody knock Ethan's hat off, I and I'm there, I take the hat away and I don't let. And if he's if another kid's worn it, I don't let him wear it. That's smart. I wouldn't. Some call it smart. Some call it baseball teams. They are all sharing helmets, and that's when we have to go service the whole softball or the baseball team. Annette, (laughs) so my son, when he has to play catcher, I make Mm -hmm. him wear his baseball hat because they share communal catcher gear. I make him wear his hat backwards and then put the helmet, the catcher's helmet, on on top of it, so that. You know, and it can totally be a placebo, but if it's one layer of protection, <laughs> a Very defense. Very smart. So I he is, you. <laughs> he he is not allowed to put on his catcher's helmet. Tracy, let's take it one step further. Why don't you make him wear a shower cap? <laughs> just, there you just, go. Just wear that all the well, time. Then that doesn't breathe; it's plastic. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, that, you you do have a line <laughs> that thinking, you draw. Yes. Okay. Exactly. All right. Um, all right. So they can't jump, but they can um, crawl and and be transmitted that way. Yeah. This is an, another myth. Lice can live without a human. True. Up to two days. Oh, two days. Without, yes. Okay. So so if if your kid does get lice, you should look at all the clothes and the bedding and the stuffed animals, right? What what should you do if you if you find out there's an infestation? How should how can you protect your house? Yeah, definitely. So the easiest thing as far as furniture is leather. All you have to do is wipe wipe the couches down with a wet wipe. Um, but for those who have like microfiber or fabric couches or car seats, that's when you need a lice spray to spray down the couch that will kill a louse that if, it, if it's on the couch. And then you need to cover it for two weeks 
and that's the unattractive. Two weeks? Two weeks? Two weeks. And that's why most parents are like, well, why not just two days? Because the bugs die in two days. Like, well, what about those eggs? So it's girls' hair, sh- hair sh- um, sheds naturally every day. So if there's a strand of hair on someone's couch, and you and if it hatches, there's no scientific nothing that says that a knit won't hatch, will hatch. But in that long stretch to go that extra mile, we say cover the couch. Because that knit, if it hatches, it's going to be a week and a half, two weeks later. No. And mom goes, but Thanksgiving is next week. Well, what are you going to do? We sat on the Get floor. Cover? <laughs> <laughs> when we had the scare... When, I mean, we got we got combed out and it was fine, but my kids weren't allowed to sit on the couch. They had to sit on the floor, and they were. <laughs> All right, this is w- welcome. Welcome to Tracy's crazy. Oh, my but God. now when we had the woman come to our house, uh, she said to vacuum all the surfaces, and that that would take care of it. Would that go a long you way know, to help? Vacuuming is okay, but uh, just vacuuming isn't going that extra mile with lice. You mm-hmm. want to go the extra mile? It's too cost. It's too risky. Spraying the couch with spraying, is that going to mess up my couch? No. No, it's a, it's a natural spray. So if there's a louse on it first, it'll kill the bugs. But um, in the event, if someone doesn't spray the couch and you just have it covered, a louse will not crawl that far where it will get from under the sheet to on top of the sheet. But most want that mental aspect of let's kill everything yeah, first and sure. then cover it. Okay. <laughs> but typically, a, a louse cannot live more than 24 hours without blood, right? It, it will Up to die? 48 hours without the scalp, without okay. human blood, correct. Okay, 48 hours. Okay. okay. Um, all right, here's a big one, and um, this this is why I think the stigma exists. Lice target people who are dirty or who are economically disadvantaged. Oh, wow. That is very much untrue. Yeah. I mean, we have seen all kinds of families from the richest to, you know, Lower income, it doesn't matter for its income, or clean as hair to the dirtiest hair. Um, and it nothing to do with hygiene. I mean, most of the homes are clean. Of course, every now and then you get a home that's, you know, not well kept. But still, no, life does not discriminate at all. Well, and I'd, from, mm-hmm. I'd read that they, the lice actually don't like dirt. That they, they like clean heads, and also they don't like product, right? They That, that gets in the way of their fruitfulness well they like it all i mean do they love clean hair i believe that's the best that they will love something nice and pure and and, (laughs) you know but literally we've seen it all we've seen it all from product hair where the mom will take down the ponytail and the hair won't move because she's poured a whole bottle of hairspray in the hair thinking that let me put hairspray will deter life but it doesn't um, well, you mentioned mayonnaise, but I have actually heard that before. Was that is that an urban legend? Yeah, is is mayonnaise or vinegar or they are, all these home remedies? Are they are do they work? Typically not. Every now and then we'll hear someone say, "Oh, I did mayonnaise, or I did bread, or Cetaphil, and it did the trick." You know, but most of the time, the story is we did X Y Z, and I went, I went to blow dry my daughter's hair, and we found a live louse, and we're you know. That's typically the story, and then when they get at their wits end, they're like, "Forget it, we're calling." <laughs> this next one, uh, really, I have a I have a hard time with. But schools send kids home for having lice. I know they don't do that anymore here in Illinois. Is, is that is that a nationwide thing? That- more and more schools are gearing towards sending kids home. But if I know of a school from a parent where they're sending a child home, but yet they're not 
getting an expert or someone in to check that classroom or more so the whole grade is unfair because nine times out of ten, there's going to be someone else in that class that has it too. They used to in the day, they used to send, you know, when you would get your um, a slip home from the nurse, like somebody has strep or something. Mm-hmm. They, they used to, when my daughter was younger, send home a slip saying that somebody, you know, that's always anonymous, somebody in the class has lice. Right. Well, they declassified it. I think the CDC, didn't they declassify it, and it's now just a nuisance? So they don't send kids home, and they don't send out letters. And it really, really makes me mad. Although That I- is horrible. I cannot stand that. Because, like you said, they send notes home for pink eye and strep throat. Yeah. And, you know, it's just this big, big stigma. And I, the new one that I've heard not too long ago was, oh, we don't send notes home until it's considered an outbreak four or more cases. Oh, oh my God. At that point, it's too late. You might as well. It's too late. Well, it's always too late because they've been around each other for four weeks anyway, right? Right. Exactly. But we do, so I'm, my kids are in Chicago public schools and they do get a letter. And what? Yeah, so we get a letter and then, it's so evil. Um, so we'll say, we'll get the letter and then say, was anyone not at school today? Or, <laughs> or they'll say, you know, uh, the kids will get brushed out because there is some sort of outbreak. And then we'll say, did anyone have to leave? And they're like, yeah, Trudy had to go home in the middle of the day. I wonder why that was. Uh-huh. So the kids uh-huh. all know. And then we're like, I didn't know that Trudy was the type who has lice. Oh, the judgment. moms are texting each other. When, when we mm. hear, when it goes through the grapevine that somebody has it, they're all trying to figure out what class. Like if you hear that it's in the school and then they're trying to figure out what class what grade, all that stuff. And I just feel like I understand that there's a stigma attached to it. Trust me, I wouldn't, it's not something I'd be proud like going around, hey, everybody, guess what? I, my kid's got lice. I wouldn't do that. But for preventative measures, if you don't tell, then how can you stop it? It's so rude. Yeah. It's not helping at all. And we get the handful of parents and families and they say, we're not telling anyone. And I say, I always say, listen, let's flip the script for one moment. Would you want them to tell you? And the answer is always yes. Yeah, that's a good way to turn it around on them. See, when when we had the scare that I was talking about earlier, um, my kids were with friends. And I actually texted both the moms and said, hey, be on the lookout for the next couple of weeks. We we are clear. There's there's nothing, but there's it's going around, and I just want you to know about it. So, so when we had it, I sent the kids to school. So we you know we got it treated, cleaned the whole house, sent the kids to school, and, and I said, don't tell anyone. And the first thing that my my then seven year old's teacher said was that during circle time they were saying what <laughs> what they're thankful for, and <laughs> Hannah was like, I'm thankful that I no longer have lice. Ah, out of the mouths of babes. Yes, yes. Um, but, oh, that's funny. So, Annette, though, if we, so if, if you suspect and, and you have bad vision like I do, you, you know, go to someone who can, who can take care of it, right? And also, is there anything we can do to prevent uh, or to try to prevent our kids from getting lice? Absolutely. So we always say that the best prevention is changing what you do. Of course, you can try all the preventative products and sprays, but, you know, and the sad, the, the sad thing is, you know, we teach our kids to be affectionate, but how do you tell kids to stop hugging and stop doing this? So maybe, so make it a little more fun. Like, hey, you know, Johnny or Amy, how about give high fives, give fist bumps, give air hugs, you uh-huh. know? And, of course, in some schools, it, some things are out of our control, but some schools have, they share 
um, a locker or there's a coat closet in the classroom. And in those cases, we tell the parents to send your kid to school with an extra bag, something large enough that will fit their backpack and coat inside of it. And that way, that's going to serve as the barrier from when you're from that bag touching other kids, you know, that's the barrier. But it's so much that's out of our control uh, going forward. But, yeah, get in the habit of, of the high fives and the fist bumps are the best way. Is, is it helpful that... Say, no, I'm still going to hug my friend. <laughs> and, you know, you just got to kind of hope for the best and that um, it never happens again. Too bad it's not like chicken pox. Once you go through it one time, you're done forever. But, and that's, that's the truth because I, I know somebody that had it. And then they got it again. Like, so clearly the cleanup wasn't like either in the bedding or the couches and stuff wasn't yeah. wasn't done thoroughly enough. And because and, you know, with multiple kids in the house there, it's just it was just like they were chasing their tail. They were constantly transferring it from one person to the other in the family. Yeah. The tricky part, if, it, if, the, if it's a family of four and two kids have visible signs and the other two family members don't have any signs, the the best thing to do to be completely done is to get every those other two people preventative treatment because if they were just exposed two days ago, you're not going to see science today. Correct. And so going forward, if those two people don't get preventative treatment, you go in circles because they're still sitting on the same couch and they're still sharing. I, I know somebody that actually spent $1,000 in a salon getting everyone, like a family member because they were all together, um, extended family all went in to get checked so that they could nip it in the bud and right. i mean for peace of mind personally i would rather i mean i'm i'm okay with the comb and checking and it's never happened but i would just assume give that's money well spent in my opinion to just have an expert do it and walk away a lot of these places um you know say you're done just like your salon say you are done when you leave you are knit free or you are Absolutely. you're good to go and that peace of yeah. mind of knowing that you can walk out and be like <sighs> and then just don't sit on your couch <laughs> Well, no, we, exactly. sit, we sat on yeah, the wood floor. Moms are hip to that. Yeah. They're just like, nope, we have you on speed dial. We're not even, if we find one bug, we're not even dealing with it. Yep. Right. My kids just had to crane their neck at the TV above the fireplace because <laughs> I didn't make, I let, told them they couldn't sit on the couch. <laughs> they, sat, they sat on the floor. That's hilarious. Well, Annette, thank you so much for your input. Um, uh, again, Lice Busters of America, um, Annette Martin, and uh, yes. did you say D. Perry is, is your uh, your co-owner yes um yes. we will put you on speed dial and um oh, hopefully we never have to hear from you though <laughs> right, right right exactly it's like i don't mean to sound rude but i hope i never have to talk to you yes. again <laughs> and we hope to never have to see you yeah. <laughs> do you have a website yes it is lifebustersamerica.com super okay. thank you so much Annette. oh thank you for having me have a great day thank you you guys too thanks Bye-bye. oh my i'm i i like just talking about it the four-letter word like that that is just a a taboo word in my house. And my head itches whenever it comes up in school, the school circle. Me too. And also, I, I say, I've always told my kids we're not allowed to say hate because hate is just, it's, yeah. it's a useless word. But I said they're allowed to hate lice. Yes. <laughs> it's the only thing they're allowed to hate. Amen. I'm with you. There's nothing good about those things. Although, one thing, um, when I was doing the research, and I'm itching as I, as I talk, um, one thing that they pointed out it's a nuisance. It's not a disease. Correct. It is not an indication of um, how you live your life. Nope. Um, and one doctor um, from Johns Hopkins said it's actually a sign that your child is social and has friends because kids have to be around each other of to course. get it. And yeah. so, therefore, you should be weirdly happy that your children 
our social and 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 uh, I yeah I can't even get there. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I want my kids to be social, but knit free too. So, yes. But yes, I understand what you're saying. It's 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 just a nuisance, and you know, I think about it, and I'm like, I don't know. I think I'd rather clean up puke than have to deal with. Um, oh, for sure. I'd for rather sure. I'd rather have like a cold or strep or something else than uh, than than the lice. Yeah, I'd rather cut off my hand. <laughs> Because you know what? This is when we get put to work. Like, this is a pain in the butt for yes. a mom Huge. or a dad right. in the house to, to take care and, and to eradicate it in the house. Right. And then and then to live kind of in fear because you do, you wonder, oh, wait, I didn't do that there. Oh, yeah. should that have sat in a bag longer? Yeah. And, you know, and we put things, you know, like uh, brushes in bags in the freezer. I threw them out. <laughs> We went to Target and got new new brushes <laughs> right. during the scare. We never got it, but I swear to God, I acted like we got it because it was friends. But um, well, hopefully, you know, we're covering all sorts of topics <laughs> on this podcast: the good, the bad, the ugly, the itchy. So apparently, we don't need to overreact. We we can be sad about it. We can be bummed, irritated, frustrated, but it's in the grand scheme of things, it's not the end of the world. That is the truth. I'm Ann Johnson. I'm Tracy Weiner. Thanks for listening. We make it look easy. We make it look good.